And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, there is some optimism in the pulse crop market despite stiff tariffs in the key market of India. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. More tough news for Saskatchewan pulse growers. India is raising the tariff on chickpeas another 10% to a total of 40%. Grains analyst Greg Costell is providing the market outlook at SAS Pulse Growers Regional Meetings this week. Even though there's not much positive news about import tariffs in India, Costell senses that Western Canadian growers are looking for a reason to be optimistic that this will not be a long-term situation. My bottom line is a person has to be patient. The cycles have, we've been through this before. The reasons are radically different. There's some good demand components with field peas as, as an example in the protein fracking and in the starch story that I think are going to become paramount and ultimately displace the reliance that we have had on India in, in the past. As for the present, Costal says there was a big pigeon pea crop harvested in India in December, but the outlook is less rosy for rabbi crop, which has received very little rain since November. My take on it when you look at the vegetative index is that there is more brown and less green than last year and the average. So there are some issues. I think they need a rain right now in February to reach the optimum. I think the plants have germinated well. They might be shorter, stockier, but if they don't get a rain during pollination, you, you start ending up with fewer pods, less seeds per pod, lower test weight, non-uniform kernels, those things. And that, that doesn't necessarily matter today, but it would impact the... Uh, resolution time frame in terms of uh, when the surplus is. When it comes to peas, Costal says Canada needs to watch competition from Russia and Ukraine. Certainly it's not only about retooling acreage and a lower growth of, uh, of supply growth here. This needs to occur in former Soviet Union. Because, you know, you, you take peas, for example, where Russia and Ukraine had the cheapest offers uh, around the world for one month, two months, you know, three to five years ago. This year, it was four months long, so it just kind of underscores how much more production has come out of there. Greg Costell is one of the speakers at the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Regional Meetings this week. Stats Canada has released its year-end principal crop stocks report. As of December 31st, total stocks of canola, corn for grain, soybeans, oats, lentils and dry peas were up compared with the same date a year earlier. However, total stocks for wheat and barley were down at the end of 2017. Canola stocks reached a record high 14 million tons as of December 31st, up 5.7% from the same date a year earlier. The gain in stocks reflects record canola production last year at 21 million tons. On-farm stock levels rose 8.6% to 12.5 million tons. Meanwhile, commercial stocks fell 12.4% to 1.6 million. Total wheat stocks decreased 2.2% from December 31, 2016 to 23.6 million tons. Stocks held on-farm for wheat declined 5% to 19 million tons. However, commercial stocks were up 13.5% to 4.2 million. Soybean stocks increased over 29% from a year earlier to a record high 4.3 million tons, the result of a 58% rise in on-farm stocks. 
Ken Ball, a broker with PI Financial in Winnipeg, says the western U.S. plains is dry like the Canadian prairies, but it's a bit early for the market to react. He discusses among the best marketing opportunities for farmers. Well, again, with the canola's going to continue to be a favorite, even though prices have come down a bit. It, you know, they're still holding out reasonably well, and the demand side of canola still looks looks pretty strong. Uh, so I imagine, you know, barring some areas where they have problems with uh, with different disease issues and that, but the canola acres are going to stay strong. And, and spring wheat has offered its opportunities here. Uh, when you look at, uh, at new crop wheat prices, there certainly have been uh, some good opportunities in the futures market to lock in the base futures price and then have to, the big key in wheat, though, is, is working to, to capture those moments when the basis quotes are, are better because the basis, as we know in, in the Canadian market, because it's got a currency factor and the base built into the basis, it can fluctuate a lot. And so the, the key to a successful wheat price is, is heavily uh, on the basis as, as much as it is on the futures. But spring wheat prices, although they're, they're not spectacular, but they have been, uh, been, you know, the premium of Minneapolis wheat over the other wheats has been quite strong. It's shrinking now, though, as we expected, but it has been quite strong at times. Ball also points out that a trade dispute between the U.S. and China is heating up. President Trump recently announced the U.S. is imposing steep tariffs on imports of solar panels and washing machines from China. Beijing has responded by launching an anti-dumping and anti-subsidy investigation into imports of sorghum from the United States. It is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. An agronomist and fertilizer expert will hold a special workshop in Saskatoon next Tuesday on the proper application of fertilizer. Dr. Dan Heaney holds a Ph.D. in soil science from the University of Alberta and is an advisor to Fertilizer Canada. Well, the key message to the agri-retailers uh, would, will be that the sustainable agriculture movement is something that they have to be part of and sustainable fertilizer management is through the 4R nutrient stewardship program is the key tool that we're positioning at for them to work with in uh, in that sustainable agriculture space. Now this 4R nutrient stewardship really is where you have specific fields and specific crops and the fertilizer is the right fertilizer. Am I correct in that? Yeah, so it's built around four rights, the right source at the right rate at the right time and the right place. So the way we develop a 4R program for a farmer is we look at the practices they use for source rate, time and place. We make suggestions about how they might improve those over time and with the with the aim of reducing the amount of fertilizer that might escape into the environment and cause trouble, but also a really key focus on improving the grower's return on their fertilizer investment. So fertilizer that gets into the plant doesn't cause problems in the environment, and it generally ends up with uh, more yield uh, going through the combine at the end of the season. You make it sound like everybody wins, the environment and the farmers with better production. This is one of those areas where it is a win-win situation. You can both improve the performance agronomically and economically of the farm and reduce the impact of the on the environment through that, through using 4R. Now you've got a 4R designation program. Just how does it work? Well, the 4R designation program is aimed at demonstrating to the industry and the world, the consumers, that Canadian farmers are doing the right thing. So the way it works is a grower will 
talk to their uh, fertilizer dealer or their crop advisor about their fertilizer program. They'll check their source rate time place practices against you know standards that would make them 4R and then if they agree and if everything you know matches up then they would allow their acres to be counted as 4R designated acres so the the retailer then would take note of how many acres by crop that the grower had under a 4R plan and he would report those numbers up to Fertilizer Canada and then they'll aggregate them and track them and report them going forward so that we have some you know, some good measurements of just how sustainable Canadian uh, agriculture is and show that it's you know, moving in the right direction. Do you have any numbers right now where we're at? We're probably right now in the area of about a million acres under 4R plans or management. But, I mean, in reality, growers out there are doing a pretty good job. So a lot of them, even though they haven't got into the program yet, are using practices that would meet the 4R standards. So, You know, in addition to this, what we're doing next week, which is aimed at giving the uh, crop advisors and the retailers uh, the required background information they need to participate in the program, if they can't make it next week, that information is also available through the uh, Fertilizer Canada website, and they can take the course that we're offering next week online and qualify as a 4-hour agronomist and get their designation. Dr. Dan Heaney is an agronomist and fertilizer expert. He speaks in Saskatoon next Tuesday. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading this morning. Canola gained 60 cents at 475.84. Oats rose $3 at 162.54. Number one red spring wheat went up $1.59 at 236.35. The rest were unchanged. Durham 265.61. Feed barley 177.63. Flax 463.68. Yellow peas 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March spring wheat is up 2 and 3 quarter cents at $6.11 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon, this is Clayton Horlick here with Heartland Livestock Services of Yorkton with the market report for this week of February the 7th. A bit over 2,400 head of cattle here on offer here today, and we're seeing prices steady to quite a bit stronger on the feeder cattle with the cows and bulls staying very similar to last week. With your D1 and D2 cows, they were 82 to 88 with sales to 92, and bulls were bringing anywhere from 90 to $1.02, and heiferettes were bringing anywhere from 95 to $1.15 with sales to buck twenty-five. Just going to do a few highlights on the steers and heifers, what we've seen in the ring here this morning, 502-pound black steers at $2.47, 501-pound exotic steers at 247, 
639 package of speckled park steers bring 228. 635 pound exotic steers bring 216.75. Nice set of tan steers at 709 bring 209. 783 pound exotic steers bring a buck 86.50. 903 pound tan steers bring a dollar 84. On the heifers, we had a nice set of black heifers at 493 bring 207. 575-pound exotic heifers bring a buck 93 and a quarter. 636-pound tan heifers bring a buck 97. 714-pound exotic heifers bring a buck 75.75. And a nice group of tan heifers at 854 pounds bring a buck 65 and 50. So next week's pre-sort is getting kind of full here, folks. So if you want to uh, phone, get in uh, and get some numbers in if you'd like. Also a reminder, sheep, lamb, goat sale this Friday starting at 11 o'clock, and effective immediately, the yellow Sheep ID tags are mandatory, and I guess the pink ones are no good anymore. Clayton Harlock reporting. Have yourselves a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,800 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 165 to 166 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,300 head, selling a range of 166 to 167 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 30 basis points of the daily exchange rate at 1.2530. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.90 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets were stable in yesterday's trade, with most regions reporting only modest changes in packer bids from Monday. However, the pork carcass cutout has seen weakness recently, albeit not across all cuts or locations. Influence from weaker stock and commodity markets have weighed on lean hog futures. The summer month contracts down 350 a hundredweight or 4% of their value. Summer month forward contract prices are down close to $10 per CKG from their highs, despite no apparent change in market fundamentals for this time frame. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies, wind northwest 20, the high minus 16, the wind chill minus 29. Tonight a few clouds, low minus 30, the wind chill minus 38. Thursday, mainly sunny, wind north 20, the high tomorrow minus 16, the wind chill minus 39, the low minus 27 degrees. Friday, sunny, the high minus 18, the low minus 21. So Friday night, it's not supposed to get quite as cool. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 9, the low minus 19. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 8, back to normal temperatures, the low minus 16. Monday, partly cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 10, the low minus 19. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 12. The normal high is minus 8 for this time of year. The normal low is minus 20. The sun rose at 8.24 this morning. It sets at 6.01 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan minus 18, Saskatoon minus 21, Swift Current minus 15, Weyburn minus 19, Yorkton is minus 22. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's minus 22. That's 8 below Fahrenheit. Winds are calm. The humidity is 79%. The barometer is rising 103.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw minus 17. Winds are from the west-southwest at 4. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy. It's minus 22 degrees. That's 8 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.